This is Jerry Bingham, host of Hush Loudly on WGN Plus. Bringing the extroverts along, we sort of realized pretty early they're going to be critical to this, and it's similar to anything. When you have a minority, you're going to need the majority to come along on the journey with you. And for this space, it's really about awareness. And so the more we can make extroverts aware of like what's happening within the introversion, we're starting to see some changes. Hi, this is Megan Conley. Hi, this is Ryan Showalter. And you're listening to Hush Loudly on WGN. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Hush Loudly, where we talk about all things introverted. And I am going to do things a little differently today and not give a formal introduction, but I'm going to talk about how I met the two people that we're talking to today. So I'll let them tell you about the organization or the employee resource group that they founded for their company. But I wanted to start by saying I got the nicest email from Megan and she wanted me to come and talk to their company about introversion. And she talked about they had this employee resource group called Itopia. And I was fascinated. And so I came and spoke to their organization virtually and had a great time talking about introversion. But it led me to ask more questions about what they do and how this came about. So I'd like to introduce Ryan Showalter and Megan Conley. And I'll just let you all say hi first. Hello. Hi, this is Megan. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the the general question that I ask everyone who's on the podcast. Are you introverts? Yes, for sure. Yes, definitely. And how did you know or come to this? How did you figure this out? How long have you known? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I can go first, I guess, Megan. I guess when I stumbled upon the term introvert was probably early in my career through like a Myers-Briggs test. But I've always known sort of I was quiet. I was always on the quiet side of every kind of evaluation or question or teacher parent conference, probably from kindergarten on. So early on in your career, were you in your 20s? Were you, when you say that, do you mean like right out of college or? Yeah, it was probably shortly after college. Call it two or three years probably after college okay same thing with me i didn't learn until i took a myers-briggs at an organization and they identified use this word that i wasn't very familiar with what about you megan yeah i'm pretty sure the first myers-briggs test that i took either in high school or college i rated as slightly extroverted and i think maybe at the time it was because i was trying to be because maybe i thought that i had to be because when I read the description, I didn't necessarily feel like it fit with me. But throughout my career, so I've been working in corporate America for 10 years now, and feedback at my annual reviews has consistently been, you need to lead more, you know, in, in quotations or speak up more. And I never really knew what that meant. I thought that I was speaking the appropriate amount of <laughs> time that I needed to be talking. And then... I think this kind of leads into one of your other questions a little bit. I was in a meeting one time 
where I didn't know anyone. It was just kind of an informal networking situation. And I was pretty new to the company that I'm working for now. And I didn't say anything in the whole lunch meeting. And then after the meeting, someone came up to me and said, hey, I noticed you didn't talk in that meeting. That probably means you're pretty introverted. And I just wanted to let you know that our company really values extroverts. So you might consider maybe not working here. Like I, I just value you and I wanted to let you know that. And so that was the first time for me it was made extremely clear Wow, what my label was or what introvert meant. That's disturbing. I don't even know what to say. It's like I appreciate that they acknowledge they saw it. And but I oh, I don't I, I, I'm at a loss for words. Yeah, we're going to dig deeper into that because I want to know the industry a little bit more about that. Um, so first, let's talk about Itopia. So can one of you tell us and you're both the co-founders, I believe. So let me know. Tell us what Itopia is. I'll say this because I'm not sure Ryan will or that he would like to, but Ryan founded it. So he was the one who, who started it and really got it off the ground. And I came in a few months later, but he can go ahead and explain the background. Okay, Ryan, let us have yep. it. Yep. Thanks, Megan. As you, Jerry, I'm sure it would come up or it's come up. We don't like to toot our own horn. So thank yeah. you, Megan, generally speaking as introverts. So thank you, Megan, for tooting that. But yeah, it really started. Jerry was just... Um, a normal meeting where everyone was around the room saying how, what their accomplishments were, what they were proud of. And someone on the team, so a picture of about 40 people stood up and just sort of said that they were proud of just speaking in front of such a large group. And then kind of went on to explain like all the great business things they were doing. But that, that sort of moment hit me of like, I understood what he was saying. I knew what that meant for to stand up and admit that because we talk about, or we just talked about, I know I was an introvert, you know, basically since kindergarten, but never really had a name for it. Even when I had a name for it, I wouldn't have said that. I didn't say that. I tried to hide my introversion as much as I could. And here was someone with a lot of strength and poise who decided to stand up and sort of like say it in a, in a way. And it just hit me, like it really deeply hit me. So after that meeting, sort of emailed him, just telling him how much I appreciated. I knew what he was talking about and how brave I thought he was. And it led to a series of conversations about he had a presentation the next day, was looking for advice, was really anxious about it, and was just looking for advice. So I kind of gave him some advice and pointers of what I do for big presentations. And then it just dawned on me that like, there's probably a lot of people struggling with this stuff that I've been struggling with for a long time. Yep. Why don't we sort of expand this beyond me and one person? And we sort of got the ball rolling there is really how it started. And then it just has been snowballing and snowballing ever since. And I'm still amazed at sort of where this has come from and where it's where it is now and how many people and the support and how it's formed into a formal ERG off of that employee resource group has just been amazing. But that's, that's really how it started. It was just this idea of, and it really came from within of how do I help others sort of not struggle as much as I did in, in my career with this. 
and, and sort of figure out a way to struggle a little bit better with it. And we don't need to struggle with it, but sort of the environment around us sort of creates that. And so how do you deal with it? How do we change the environment are two of the main sort of prongs of Itopia. Right. So how was it received? So I assume your company had, let's give out a shout to your company. I assume that your company had other ERGs. And so you just said, and do you have to apply? I've never worked for a company yeah. with ERGs. So how did, how did that work? Yeah, really well. I would say our company, 8451, was really supportive. What they did was allow us sort of space to grow into an ERG, really. So we started with, it was just two people talking about it, of what does a group look like? How do we even get a group of introverts together? Wait a second. Introverts don't want to get, you know, introverts don't want to be in a big group. Um, so how do we do it? Because, you know, in that way, it is a little bit different. Right? It's unlike any other ERG is that you don't have a demand to, like, create a group for introverts. Like, that's counterintuitive. But, like, so our, our HR department, we kind of talked to them about the idea. They kind of, like, walked us along at a really nice pace. In, in supporting us. So it didn't happen overnight. It gradually built as we continued to get more membership. And they basically came to us and said, like, you, you guys should be an ERG now. And so I would say it was phenomenal in terms of the way they approached it. I learned later they wanted us to move quicker. They were excited about the idea. But they really allowed us some space and time to figure it out. And so it sort of happened, Jerry, overnight. Like, it the intent wasn't to create an ERG. Okay. The intent was just to help people. And we started with two people and then we added three people and then we created these groups of people that would meet and talk about this. And then once we had a lot, several groups of people, they were like, you know, you should really just be part of our ERG. And that, that comes with some budget that comes with some responsibility and, you know, back to the organization things like that. But I would say it was totally supportive, which is yeah. probably... I've said this before. I don't think I would have started this group anywhere else besides 8451 because they nurtured, they helped me nurture it. And I'm curious about the responsibility. So I know that when I spoke to your organization, there were, I believe, both introverts and extroverts. So I'm curious about what are your goals? Are you... I'm assuming you are empowering introverts, but you also are probably educating everyone else. So what are some of the milestones or things that you're hitting or try to hit with your ERG? Yeah, I can take this one. So we, like Ryan kind of mentioned, have a sort of two-pronged approach where we're really trying to focus on the introvert and creating a community so that you know you're not alone. There are other people like you. There are certain skills that we do want to develop and there are certain strengths that you already possess that we want to enhance and, and bring out more. And then we also want to focus on the extrovert, the environment, the broader organization, the communities that we're in to say, let's be aware of the fact that there are differences and that extroversion is generally preferred. Over time, society and culture has gotten us to this place where extroversion, being outgoing, speaking up, taking the lead, and all of that has kind of been what is 
generally characterized as being a leader. And so we want to challenge that a bit and say, what are some things that we would have done differently if we had introverts in the room, if we had introverts as part of leadership, if we have introverts as part of the decision-making process, would we still have an open office environment? Would we still run meetings the way that we run them? Would we still do our performance reviews and evaluations the way that we do them, like start questioning all of our systems and processes so that everyone feels like they're included and we're not taking just one perspective and one side of the story. So have you been able to change anything like with performance reviews, with open office policy, or is that being considered or? Yeah, I would say we've started to make inroads. It's going to be a long process, as you can imagine, but um, for sure, we've made some significant inroads. And I think it's just awareness, Jerry. So like just making, and you talked yeah. about extroverts, bringing the extroverts along, we sort of realized pretty early, or at least I did, they're going to be critical to this. And it's similar to anything. When you have a minority, you're going to need the majority to come along on the journey with you. Allies. And for this space, it's really about awareness. And so the more we can make extroverts aware of like what's happening within the introversion, we're starting to see some changes. So one of the things that I've highlighted that's just a massive change is we started to ask in our surveys that go out to the whole company to sort of identify where you are on the spectrum of introversion, extroversion. So now we're starting to get some real data about what's the difference of opinions? How does it differ between introverts and extroverts? And a lot of times people are flexing, they're acting extroverted, but they might be introverted or vice versa. So you can't see it. So we got to figure out a way to sort of capture it and then learn from it. Because it, again, it's just not in your normal data field the way some other groups might be. So, I mean, that's one positive change. We've seen specific managers, and I, I think the change is really individual. So the more we can reach out to individuals, and maybe even specific managers and executives, et cetera, and sort of change their awareness of what's happening, then that sort of spirals and, and broadens throughout the whole company. We've seen things in terms of hiring. So another thing is just recruiting. All yeah. of a sudden, having an introverted group that is on our website all of a sudden brings in different people or might make someone more willing to accept a position with us. We've seen that. We've heard that. So there's there's multiple things happening as we continue down this path. I believe that, you know, because when you do your research of a company and really want to get the feel or soul of the brand and to see that there is a place where I'm accepted or appreciated and and valued. If I see that you have this on the website, I'm going to be like, wow. And even if I'm not introverted, but I'm different in some other way, I would think that if this company is supporting a group like this, that they would probably be supportive of me and whatever makes me different. So kudos to you. I just love this whole thing. I want to go back and ask about, would you happen to know of your executive leadership team have they discussed or have you inquired about maybe the percentage that may be introverted or, or extroverted? Yeah, I've, I've asked and it is surprisingly more surprising to some more introverted than anyone ever would have thought. Again, that's a surprise because you're not seeing the introverted side of them when they're leading 
sort of the company in a, in a way they have to flex towards their extroversion, but the head of our company is an introvert and has come and talked to us and all those kinds of things as well. And so like, it was bigger than anyone thought, but again, people don't know that. So we have to do a better job of sort of, you know, telling that story. Cause again, what's visible is how they're acting yes. on stage in the mo- at a big meeting or something like that. It's not necessarily how they process information or how they're working. It's what is required at the moment, which we all do. We all flex across right. this kind of right, right, paradigm and, and, of how and how they're energized. And I was acquiring because just being on your website is very thoughtful. And I remember the message or something from the CEO. It seems very thoughtful to me. So I just wonder about that. And maybe that's another reason why the organization is so supportive. Because introverts know how to hire the right people. I'm just giving a shout out to introverts. So I want to go back to Megan and her story. And I know I've experienced at almost every company I've worked where I felt that no one directly came out and said to me, oh, we're more extroverted. You probably won't fit in here. But I have felt it. And I think that we are highly intuitive and we feel things and we're perceptive. I'm an INFP. For those who don't know, when the Myers-Briggs, that's my classification, introverted, intuitive, feeling and perspective. What is it? Perceiving. Thank you, Megan. (laughs) And so I've felt it on many occasions. So I wonder, Megan, if you could let's go back into that story what industry or type of company was that? Because I'm just feeling, is this all sales driven? Although I think introverts make awesome salespeople and me as a marketing person that I'm selling, but I'm curious a little bit. Can you give us a little bit more about that company? Yep. Yeah. So this, this was with 8451, which we've kind of been transparent about, like there's still work to be done. And that was the fuel for me getting involved and joining Ryan and Wow. Growing Itopia. So yeah. So what we're doing is we're we're fully owned by Kroger, the grocery store chain. And so we're doing data analytics for Kroger, helping with strategy and giving customer first recommendations of what would we do with pricing and promotion? What would we do with assortment? All sorts of things across that gamut. And my role specifically as a consultant is working more directly with Kroger. So I'm working on getting business requirements, understanding what they need, and then coming back and translating that to our technical team to build the tools and solutions. So I think in my role, typically you would assume the person would be extroverted because they are having to go to the client. They are having to have conversations, get the details, build relationships. And so I think that maybe seems easier for extroverts. And so I think that was maybe where this person was coming from a little bit. It's interesting because I think introverts are the best relationship builders, you know, and we love to talk to people. I think just more so one-on-one or just in a smaller scale or less stimulated area or focus like that. So that's, that's very interesting. Ryan, I think you were going to say something. I cut you off. Yeah, I was just going to say, though, like, what a great use case for why Itopia is needed is sort of Megan's story. And it's, it's fueled me when she told me it. And ever since, so we don't want an organization like that. I, I don't think anyone 
at eighty four fifty one. One of that per se. It's a very collaborative, community based culture, and so like I understand where that person was coming from because it can can kind of feel like that. But I I don't think that was the case. To your point, again, it's sort of under the surface. When you get under the surface, there's a high degree of value of introversion and extroversion. It just can look like that on the surface. But there's things we could definitely do, obviously, to make it better. And that's really what we're trying to do is create an environment where our introverts and extroverts can thrive. And it's more about understanding each other a lot more eliminating those assumptions that judgment that comes along with when you say introversion or someone's introverted it's usually not necessarily always positive sometimes of what you're associating that with how do we change that dynamic and understand what's really great about introversion and sure there's things that we're not great at just like there's things extroverts aren't great at but the more we know each other and know it for what it is which is sort of who we are and how we behave and you strip out the judgment Without the judgment, it's okay to be introverted. It's okay to be extroverted. We're just different. And we bring a lot of great qualities to the conversation, the discussion, et cetera. It's just different. It may not be spoken up in a meeting. It might come after the fact in an email or a conversation one-on-one, like you said, instead of in the big group dynamic. Extroverts might not be able to sort of navigate in smaller venues like that or something like that. And they come, and their value comes out in bigger ways. So again, it's not better or worse it's just different and as soon as we can get to that we can get to some real progress yes thank you you are preaching to the choir and i'm saying those same things it's just different and what about a company that is able to value both and everything in between they'll get the most productive employees probably the highest morale because they're able to accommodate the needs and actually everyone that's involved that everyone's there thank you for that ryan so we are running out of time i do want to ask did that person megan ever come back and say oh wow i misjudged or did they do anything like that not to me um i'd have to go back and take a look to see if they've attended any of our events but i know that person is really involved in other employee resource groups and so i do think it is just understanding what has society and culture ingrained in my head for so long that I think that I'm doing you a favor by explaining this to you versus what do I actually believe? And so I think, I think we're doing the work to help that set set in. You definitely are. So what's next for Itopia? So the rest of this year and 2022, do you have any big goals? Any what's out there? What's happening? Yeah. One thing that I'm super excited about is Kroger's. So our parent company has obviously seen some of the things we've been doing and has started their own chapter of Itopia within. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, not led by Megan or I, so it's sort of, you know, grassroots from, from their own organization, which is really good because 8451 might be like a thousand or so people, let's call it Kroger. I can't even know. Do you know, Megan? I think it's like 400 and some if you count all the stores and all that. So like the level of impact that they can have is significantly more than anything we can do at 8451. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. And then continuing sort of this journey on awareness, Megan and I kind of talked about like the people we need to reach are the ones who aren't sort of in our membership. So the people that are excited and interested in us 
are on board understand sort of what we're doing yeah. our excitement gets really about like the people who may not be in our membership and yes. reaching out to them getting this message across that again we're different but that's not better or worse and some of these assumptions you might have around introversion and extroversion are just that assumptions and let us tell you like what's going on behind the scenes so that you get to know each one of us better is really where we get excited. And as Ryan said earlier, we're also partnering with HR and our DEI manager to start tracking more data. So that way we can measure the improvement that we're making, the sentiment changes, the feeling of belonging that we measure in our annual associate survey. How is that changing for introverts and extroverts? So getting the data is a really big piece of where we're headed. And then also, Jerry, when you came, was talking about intersectionality. So we're not just one thing. I'm not just an introvert. You're not just an extrovert. There are different pieces of your identity, your personality, your history, who you are, and what you bring to the table. And so I think we also are interested in continuing to have conversations about the whole person. Thank you. This is so amazing. You ought to be so proud, Ryan. I mean, that Kroger thing, and that's the funny thing. It's like, we want to make an impact. And look at how what you started with this conversation, what you perceive from this guy has turned into something and is definitely having an impact, not only at 8451, but on a larger scale. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. And if people want to watch what you're doing, see what's happening, where should they follow you or find out more information? Yep. There's more information on 8451.com about Itopia for sure. And then if they want to reach out to us, our email is itopia at 8451.com. We welcome, you know, any inquiries about this. Several companies have reached out to us about forming similar type ventures uh, within their own company. So I I think the time is ripe for this to sort of take hold and more companies are starting to see this space evolve. And so we want to be there for anyone who's looking or thinking about it. Because I know when I was starting, I tried to find things and I couldn't find anything. And so going it alone is hard. So if anyone is thinking about this or would like to know more or talk to us, we're, we're definitely here as a resource to help anyone on sort of this broader cause, which is really just about making sure people feel like they belong and can be yes. themselves and contribute their whole yes. selves to whatever they're doing. Because Megan and I know the pain of what it feels like when you don't feel that way or trying to cover it up or trying to be something you're not. It is not an enjoyable sort of experience and we don't want anyone to go through it and we don't think anyone has to anymore. We can we can really change that. Yes, yes, we can. So thank you again for joining us on Hushed Loudly and we will have information up about your organization and so and how people can find you. Thank you again for the work that you do. Thanks, Thanks Jerry. Enjoy Hush Loudly. Please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to us. Did you know Hush Loudly has t-shirts? Yep. Show the world you're an introvert without saying a word. We also have t-shirts for the extroverts in our lives who need us. Go to hushloudly.com slash shop. Thank you.